Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Should alcohol be banned in airports and planes? Peter Paul, Senator Timmy Dooley has called for unruly and disruptive airline passengers to face a lifetime ban from flying. Couldn't agree with him more. After he witnessed four drunk men subject, uh, who subject women to outrageous behaviour on board a flight from Poland to Dublin. Uh, Timmy Dooley said that he was travelling from Kiev uh, in Ukraine uh, via Krakow uh, in Poland to Dublin last week when he saw a young woman being groped on board the flight. He stated that the drunken men uh, made the flight very uncomfortable for everybody on board. Timmy said the flight got delayed for various reasons for about an hour, so they were sitting on the ground for longer than expected. Because of this, he believed it seemed to have encouraged a number of passengers to partake in whatever duty-free or whatever purchases they had made at the airport. They got quite drunk and quite disorderly as the flight eventually took off. For the, those passengers with young children or who were seated close to them, they really was very disruptive. Senator Dooley said the individuals wouldn't wear face masks, caused a number of those seated nearby to cry, groped a female passenger, and Mr Dooley believes the passengers who behave in, unaccept- in such an unacceptable manner on flights should be placed on a watch list. He said, I'd be in favour of a lifetime ban. People change over time and improve their behaviour. And of course, you would require capacity for people to appeal that at a later stage. People make mistakes in life and get their act together. And according to recent research, by the way, disruptive passengers force planes into emergency landings at least once a month. And every three hours, passenger safety is threatened by an unruly passenger on a plane. Every three hours. 70% of these incidents are aggressive and probably drink related as well. So I want to get your thoughts on it. My thinking is, and you know how I feel about alcohol or people being drunk. Um, I have no, by the way, if you drink, I have no problem with you. I don't drink personally. But I have been subjected to it like everybody else on an aeroplane on numerous occasions. People who act like complete and utter scumbags because they're drunk. And I just don't get it. I don't understand when there's a problem and a situation where you're in this little capsule in the middle of the sky at 25,000 feet. Person can't be chucked out. So we have to deal with it. Why we still serve alcohol on aeroplanes and in airports. Why we allow drunk people travel in that little cocoon in the sky. So I want to know if you would agree. I'm suggesting we should ban alcohol from airplanes and possibly airports as well. Let me know what you think. The number is 087-188-008. Is it time we banned the, the consumption of alcohol on board a flight or in an airport, for that matter, at the gate. Let me know what you think. 087-188-0008. Ah, Noel, Noel, Noel. Will you pop your parachute there? Ah, Relax a little bit. Drop her down to second gear. Now, you don't need to ban drinking flights. What you need to do is, anyone that's pissed walking up to a plane, you say, sorry, not today, pal. Thank you very much. Goodbye. I go on holidays with the wife and kids. And we have two or three beers before we get on the flight, and we bother nobody. And we're happy enough to do that. You're in your holiday mode, you're happy as Larry. You have a little point in the airport or whatever, or you mm. might have one on the plane. Yeah. And it's just getting you into that holiday spirit for going abroad. Lubricating okay? you, so, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah, I get what you're saying, I hear you loud and clear, but yeah. I think banning it all together when, you know, these arseholes are causing anarchy on the plane it's not fair to you know rule everyone with the same sweet brush thank you yeah yeah no I, I understand what you're saying all right? I kind of get what you're saying but unfortunately that's what happens in life you know it only takes one or two arseholes as you put it to ruin it for everybody 
And then unfortunately, we have to take into consideration the safety of everybody, you know, when we bring in legislation or laws or whatever it is. And unfor- well, look, I've, I'm sure you've been on a plane too, even though you might be a drinker. You know, you might have one or two drinks, as you rightly said, just to lubricate you for the holiday. The holiday starts at the airport. But in saying that, I'm sure you've been victim of it as well. When you get onto a flight, you know, heading off to one of those Spanish resorts or whatever it is, and there's Egypt on it, making a complete fool of themselves, you know, acting the maggot completely. Hi, Niall. Stephen here. Come here. I enjoy a point in the airport, but it's not... See, the issue isn't, lads. See, they're buying duty-free and they're snaking it onto the plane and then they're drinking a bottles of whiskey or whatever. If they had a thing where you were only allowed to have, say, two drinks in the airport and you got tickets and then you got onto the plane and you got tickets two tickets and they were given on your boarding pass and you could only drink them then there'd be no issue thank you well done I've suggested that in the past that your boarding pass contains say two credits or two little things they tear off whereby you can buy two units of drink or whatever it is or two drinks that's a really good idea see and I think that's a great idea and now there is the argument people say oh well he'll just give his boarding pass to somebody else but in saying that, at least it curtails it somewhat. Let me go to Alan. Alan, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids. How you doing, Alan? Hi, love you. Good. Alan, what is the reason why somebody would want to consume a large amount of copious amounts of alcohol on an airplane in the first place? I don't get it. Well, some people are just idiots, right? Yeah. That, that's, just, that's just basic facts. And then you've got, because I guarantee this, I guarantee it's probably Ryanair flight. Uh, Ryanair make the money. Well, I don't. Well, I don't know. Now, by the way, it doesn't mention in the article which flight it is. Well, I oh, no, he, he does mention, does he? Is okay. And he did say that. Actually, I'm just being told they did yeah. mention it was Ryanair, and he said they were very good yeah, at handling it. There's a certain class that when it comes in that direction of Eastern Europe, that's like well, Ryanair. Let's so, not, let's not go down to people's nationalities. It's, uh, it's it's kind of irrelevant. I've seen all nationalities acting like fools. That's it. But look, well, why were they not board a flight if they were drunk? This is the problem. So again, it goes back to the responsibility of the airline. So they shouldn't have been allowed to board if they were pissed. Plain and simple. Well, see, well, here's the thing. Hammered. It's it's like it's like the old nightclub situation, right? When people get hammered in a nightclub, and they might have had say four or five pints before they get in the door, but as they're coming in the door, they seem reasonably fine. But it's that extra one or two puts them over the edge, and that's the problem. So you have somebody getting on a flight. They've been sitting in the bar in the airport and probably sculled a few or a few short ones, and then they're okay, and they get on a flight. They have two more, and they're gonzo. No, but you'll see them walking towards the gate night. This is what you see. So if you're in Australia, you've got the reasonable service of alcohol bill. Like, if you see someone coming up and they look halfway anyway, cut it all, they won't serve you. And no one takes offence to it. So why can't we put that here? But, like, if someone's coming up half fifth or even look like it, you say, listen, go grab yourself a coffee and relax there for a while. Yeah, well, well, look, it happened to me when I was on my way home from uh, New York back in November. There was a woman uh, and she was at the gate and everybody was looking at her because she was, and by the way she was Irish typical anyway she was making a complete clown of herself she was pissed out of her head but it held the flight up for nearly 20 minutes because she was arguing as to why they she wouldn't let her on there. no they didn't they didn't let her on but yeah that's, 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 that's right so they then they had to on. go and get her bags off the flight and yeah, open them you know what I mean yeah. well look I've got I've, I've got a flight reason eight and a half hours I think I have three or four beers in the whole flight for eight and a half hours so can people not do without alcohol for it? I mean, most flights are only three or four hours at max, unless you're going transatlantic. Can people not just do without a few beers? Uh, if I was going normally as someone in Europe, I probably wouldn't bother. The fact that it was eight and a half hours, I had a couple of beers, because it was eight and a half hours. Yeah, but would, would you miss it if it wasn't there? No, I wouldn't. But well, then why not just ban it? It's, it's irrelevant. We don't need it. It just well, causes we, well, problems. Think, look, people like to enjoy themselves and relax, right? They can have a beer, right? But it comes back to the feast where 
if people are going too far, you do not let them on the flight. That's plain and simple. Why Why do we have an issue with this? I don't understand why an airline can't say, listen, you're pissed, they're not getting the flight. Simple. Because as I said well, already, they're, they're not always too pissed when they're getting on. So it's, but they're coming up towards the gate. You can see if someone's too pissed. You can see that or they're starting to sway already. You can see all that. It's just that we need to stop this nonsense of people taking responsibility for themselves. Mm. So if you're coming over that, and the same with a bar in this country, if someone's coming up pissed, and I, actually when we spoke with it last week, I seen this in the Viva on, Saturday, on Friday evening myself. Like, more of you should have been cut off, but we don't do it. Why don't we do it? Because it comes with money, because alcohol brings money and people want to make money. That, that's it. If, is it the football they don't serve alcohol at? Uh, some of the fun matches they don't know it was rugby on Friday evening so just a couple of young lads that were just a bit uh, oh yeah they served the they, they served the hyena at the rugby don't they yeah well it was a hyena in cup stuff yeah. they, weren't, they weren't causing trouble they were just being obnoxious but they were, they, at that point they should have been cut off because they were clearly clearly well well, but I see. But now I don't drink, so I wouldn't be missing out on anything. But I've said it in the past, and say in relation to the Three Arena or the Aviva Stadium or Croke Park, that I don't believe alcohol should be served at venues where you've got an awful lot of people like that. I just don't believe it. I don't. I don't believe it's necessary. I think it causes more problems than anything else. It's kind of pointless. I know they make a lot of money out of it. I understand yeah, that. I I enjoy a beer watching a match. Right, we're getting off point. But I enjoy a beer watching a match. But again, it goes back to the point: if someone is cut, regardless if it's an airline, it's a bar, it's a restaurant, you say, "Listen, you've had enough." That's it. You're caught up. And if somebody makes a fool of themselves on the plane and starts getting involved in outrageous behaviour as this individual did, or these individuals, should I say, do you believe that they, they should, should get... be arrested and fined. Yeah. Yeah, well, well, mind you, can I point out these men were arrested at Dublin Airport yeah. uh, when they yeah. were landed. But do you believe they should get a lifetime ban? They should be banned... They should, be, yeah, they should get a ban, right? And then it's down to each airline to, when they buy a ticket or to allow them on or not allow them on. But there should be a history there of this person has caused this issue on this flight before. Mm. He said they should be banned. It should be a lifetime ban, but with obvious that you can appeal it after a certain period of time because people change, obviously. Um, yeah, so well, yeah, you could do. Yeah, you could do. Yeah, I, I, I'm surprised at the stats there. By the way, I didn't realise every three hours passenger safety is threatened by an unruly passenger on a plane. Every yeah, three hours, seventy percent of these are aggressive incidents involving alcohol, yeah. and uh, at least once a month, a plane has to land. Because of an unruly pastor. Yeah, because we don't cut people off. That's the problem. You keep giving them beer. If you just stop them, you just stop them and say, listen, you've had five beers. That's enough. That's your limit. Yeah. Plain and simple. Okay, okay, Alan. Thanks for that. Keep texting. Keep WhatsApping. The number is oh eight seven one double eight treble zero eight. Alan thinks most people are responsible, but it has to be that person's responsibility. And if we spot somebody under the influence of alcohol coming up to the gate, I would imagine that should be the case anyway, um, that they shouldn't be allowed on the flight. I yeah, hi Niall. I think they should do what the guards do, breathalyse them before they on the plane. Oh yeah. And if they're over the limits, um, no go. Um, thank you Niall, bye. Yeah, yeah. Well, I have one of those little breathalyzing machines out that I got one here from a guy, electronic one there. It's out in the drawer outside. And you can you can breathalyse somebody like within seconds. It doesn't need even replaceable gadgets on it. You know, you just breathalyse them. Hi, Niall. This is your old friend, David Kells. How's your darling, Karen? No, Niall, I think they shouldn't be serving drink on the plane. There's no way they should be serving drink. It's too dangerous. God only knows if that happened on it. What they'd have to do, they'd have to do an emergency landing. So they would, and, and it, these ones would be drunk, and they wouldn't know what to cause trouble on it. No, I, I think that the, the plane, there's no way they should they'd be ser- serving alcoholic on the plane at all. No. There's no way, because no it's way. too... It's too dangerous and people don't behave themselves and anyone that's at that should be barred off of the plane altogether. Shouldn't be allowed. No, it's too it's too it's too serious, Nile. I'll talk to you. I love the show, Deirdre Kelly. Bye bye. There you go, Deirdre.
Yeah, sorry, Jody. Yeah, Karen's wonderful. Thanks very much indeed. I'm sure she passes on her regards to you. Ah, God bless her. She always asks. <laughs> anyway, let me know what you think. Should alcohol be banned on planes and an airport? Apps, jeepers. I'm just looking at some of the text coming in here. Absolutely. So People are saying it's to do with nationality. Can I just point out, by the way, it's nothing to do with nationality. It's nothing to do with people's DNA or anything like that. They should look at the Irish when they get a few drinks on them, for God's sake. They just become as, just as aggressive as other nationalities. I don't believe for a minute that other nationalities or na- certain nationalities are more aggressive with alcohol on them. But sadly, when people get drunk, they do stupid things. Uh, Jimmy, you're an Ireland's classic kid. How are you doing, Jimmy? Hello, Niall. Uh, well, Jimmy, look, outrageous behaviour on airplanes while people are pissed. I mean, is it time we start banning alcohol on airlines? Well, Niall, alcoholism is the symptom. What's the problem? What's the problem? There's somebody in the background there, Jimmy. Sorry, no, Tarty. Alcoholism, alcoholism is the symptom, Niall. What's the problem in Ireland and across the world? Why do people really need alcohol so much? Why, do you, why, talk, why do you think they do? There's a lot of talk about alcohol, alcohol and advertising, but there's not near enough talk about alcoholism. And it is a huge problem. Whether we want to hide it or whether we don't want to hide it and pretend it's not happening and sweep it under the carpet. There are a lot of people today, this morning, who are sick, who have no money, who've done stupid things over Easter because of alcohol, and they're at home feeling very sick and sorry, and there's very little help for them. And that's 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 with everything, from St. Patrick's Day to Easter to Christmas. This is what all this has become. Going away on holidays, you have to be drunk leaving Dublin Airport, you have to be drunk coming back. You see it in the lounges and any airport in Europe where you go. And it's not just the Irish, and it's not just Eastern Europeans. No, it's, it's not. It's as, anybody. Alcoholism is a problem. So it's how problem. so how do you how do you cope with this problem? I mean, look, if it's a venue, be it a pub or a gig or whatever it is, if a person's drunk, you can throw them out. The problem on an airplane is you can't throw somebody out, so you have to deal with it. So how well, do you how do you deal with drunk people on planes? Well, there's only one way: breathalyze them, getting on it, and why are they selling alcohol on there? Breathalyzer. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how. There's some people who can drink alcohol and be responsible. But the one thing I notice, uh, the older I get, you know, when you're getting off the plane and you're going down the steps. Yeah. Sometimes if it's windy, you'd be nervous right now. Them. How do drunk people walk down them steep steps? I know they are very steep actually, because I'm always a bit nervous walking down those steps. They are quite steep, aren't they? And people, I've seen people locked on the plane, especially if, if you're coming from. Uh, on a flight, maybe two hours. How do they get off? Like old, old, not just young people. People who who look like they, they need help to walk. Mm-hmm. And why is that allowed? That wouldn't be allowed in any other environment, in a shop or in a workplace. You need all these health and safety. I can't. That's the one thing. I, I those I, stairs, yeah. But I mean, I mean, look, thankfully. In most situations, they don't have those stairs. They have those, what's called, I don't know what those yokes are called, the commovers of the plane. It's rare you see that. Now, in some of the cheaper flights, all right, you tend to see it more. Depends on what part of the airport the plane has to pull in. Yeah. But, but okay, but getting, getting back to the alcohol, what do you say to people say it would be unfair to ban alcohol on planes because most people, out of the 300 passengers, 295 of them are perfectly irresponsible people and are not going to cause problems. You talk about cheap flights, most of them travel on the cheap flights, so the stairs is there for them. Mm. However, mm. you're just going to, like, it's obvious that alcoholism, there's huge money in alcohol and alcohol advertisement. And you just look at the papers to see that. The papers are not really selling, but yet the, I would imagine 
the alcohol advertisements are keeping the papers going. They're, in, they're going in there, AK Super Value or whatever ads or Aldi's, whatever ads they are. But the real message being driven home to the people that are in the, in the advertisement is alcohol. And I was reading there that they recently introduced alcohol pricing. But what they also done was they reduced the alcohol, the strength of the alcohol. And what that's doing is, and, and reduced the, the number of, of milliliters, uh, the quantity of alcohol. Yeah. What that's doing now is people are buying more alcohol and some people are turning to spirits to get the same, as they call it, buzz. I don't understand it, but get the same buzz now. Do you, do, do you drink yourself, Jimmy? No, I don't drink. Okay, all right, okay. And have you ever been on a plane where there was people pissed? Oh, stop. Yeah. It's not fun. It's no fun. It really no, isn't I haven't fun. I've been in Spain for a couple of years, but during the Tiger, like everybody, I was a regular visitor, and so it's it's, yeah. it's not nice. So anyway, yeah. drunk people doesn't have to be on an airplane. You can be in your own house if somebody in your family is drinking, and and cause that. It's not just on airplanes. The alcohol needs to be dealt with the problem in Ireland, and 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 it's not going to be because too many are addicted to it. All right, well, listen, Jimmy, I have to go into break. Thank you very much indeed, okay? Jimmy believes absolutely people should be breathalyzed and there should be no alcohol sold on the plane. I have to say, I kind of agree with him. There should be no alcohol sold on planes. I don't see any reason for it. You can do it out your alcohol for a few hours. It's only three or four hours, you know, and just to make it comfortable for everybody else that's on the plane. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Ireland's